Schmidt beer, the brew that grew to be best in the great Northwest. Your finest craft beer, Rocky. Man to man, smoke Roy Tan. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentlemen. And now, here are Greg, Scott, and Dan coming at you ice cold and unfiltered. That's right. Welcome in, everybody. We are the Unfiltered Gentlemen. You've made it. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. I am Greg. Over there is Scott. Hi there. And there is Dan. I'm back. Whoa, there he is. <laughs> Just got a whole lot hairier in here. Yeah. yeah. Oh, beard's coming in nicely. Oh, man. Yeah. Shannon couldn't quite get the uh, facial hair down. Oh, she, yeah, I as bet. she was filling in for you. So, that's uh, true. Yes, it's nice to clog up the drains once again mm-hmm. with all the facial hair. Yeah, it's funny. I seem to always use my vacation time accrued from the show, like around <laughs> holidays for whatever reason. I don't think I've been here for one holiday show yet. It has been. <laughs> I, I know you were on, I think, one of the uh, former show's holiday shows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one where I fell out of my chair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Quite literally. Yeah, when I didn't show up. At yeah, that that's right. A, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, I think overall you keep skipping the holidays. No, it's ridiculous. Nothing like Dan to say, "Hey, I'm bringing beer tonight," and then not. Uh, <laughs> not <laughs> sure. Let's get the beer. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Shit, I drank it. Lie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> drink it all. I need another two weeks. <laughs> Man. Oh dear, good times, good times. Well, we're all back. We're back in action. It's our first recording of the new year. Happy New Year, everybody! Indeed. Yes. Burp word of the week is nutty. We'll get to that in our bullpen beer, nutty. For those of you new to the show, uh, bullpen beer has to, er, bullpen beer. Wow, burp word of the week. <laughs> We're gonna burp on Mike. Has to be an attempt at the burp word. Shout out to, and I don't know why, Phoenix, Arizona. What the wow. hell? Standing on a corner in Phoenix. Oh, wrong city. Arizona. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. All we normally do when we bring up Phoenix is talk crap about your basketball team. Oh, but, uh, have some of that. Yeah. There's no competition, so it's okay. That's right. Yes. That's all done and over with. That's, that is accurate. Uh-huh. Uh, you've dumped your horrible soccer player on us, and we've since dumped him, so yeah. we're, we're back to square now. That's right. <laughs> yes. So uh, thank you, Phoenix, for listening. We'll try not to uh, remember the coach you sent us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, don't forget when you're out there. Forget, don't forget to sh- uh, hashtag show us your beers. Also tag us in your beer post. And uh, rate and subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Wherever you get your podcast from, leave us a nice little review. Helps other people find the show. All right. I see we're all looking a little parched over here. Oh, yeah. Yes, indeed. I think it's time that uh, we fix that situation and unparch ourselves. Grab your libations, pals. It's time for Beer of the Week. And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend And I'll say, I think I'll have myself a beer Definitely having ourselves a beer Huge shout out and thank you to our good friend Allie At Allie and Callie on the Grams She sent us Fall Brewing Company's You Better You Bet Hazy Pale Ale 6.2%, a little high for a pale uh, 3.82 on Untapped Nothing from Beer Advocate. From the brewery, Fall Brewing, You Better You Bet, is a hazy pale ale brewed with galaxy hops that give notes of tropical fruit, peach, and soft pine. As the name implies, the beer brings attention to Roger Daltrey and Pete Townsend's Teen Cancer America mission to help improve the lives of teens with cancer. And there's a little thing on the back of the can about uh, the Teen Cancer America Society if you want to do your little donating there. 
Uh, back to the beer. What do you fellas think of this six uh, percent pale ale? Yeah, I, I think I have to get the the word from you guys because I'm like chewing my beer over here. I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine was a little on the darker side compared to your guys's pours over here. It was quite interesting. You know, it sat in the fridge for. You know, she sent it out like a couple weeks ago. It sat in the fridge since then, and when we poured it into three glasses, like the top pour was definitely clearer than the bottom pour. Yeah. So I took it all, I poured it into one uh, glass, which I'm sure kind of agitated things, and probably someone will tell me I shouldn't have done that, But uh, <laughs> and then redistributed, and I think we at least got mostly equal haze Yeah. once we did that. Um, yeah, it's a little darker for a hazy, especially for a pale, might have sat in the can a little on the longer side, Okay. Uh, or who knows what happened in shipping, but luckily, it doesn't seem to taste oxidized or anything. No, no. It's got a good taste to it. Yeah, pretty light aroma. I can get behind the uh, the little hints of peach and tropical fruit on that one, uh, and, and the haziness kind of helps smooth things out. And uh, as Dan might say, it's got a really nice mouthfeel. It does. Oh, damn it. You're right. It's trying to come back and steal that one back, but no, you're right. That, yeah. That's what I'm going for here. Good Feel, mouthfeel. Feels nice. Um, and definitely, um, yeah, I can get on board with the pine as it trails off, too. Yeah, I get a lot of that on the... On the the back end. There you go. <laughs> I'm learning new phrases. That's right. <laughs> Getting it on the back end where you like it. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, thanks to Allie. This is delicious. I love Fall Brewing. They're located in North Park. Uh, they're at the top of, I think it's, shit, I always forget, which is like 30th Street or whatever, where all the breweries are in North Park in San Diego. Mm. I like to go, like, Uber to Fall, and then you walk all the way down, and you just hit brewery after brewery. It's what I did on my uh, bachelor party, and you can, like, end at modern times if you make it. If you make it. If you make it. Modern times when we got there at the bachelor party, tried to uh, kick us out. Oh. <laughs> a couple of us, including yours truly, uh, quite hammered. Oh, damn. Yes. So uh, Big Dick Nick convinced them to just give us tasters. <laughs> As if we needed more alcohol. All right. We absolutely did not. But uh, he was a good guy. He went up and order. He's like, hey, you know, beers for these guys, blah, blah, blah. And the bartender goes, I don't think so. <laughs> he's like, what do you mean? He goes, he's just like nods, like turn around. And he looks, and it's me and my other friend, Deanna. We're just wobbling in place. Oh, man. <laughs> he goes, I got gotcha. you. He's like, what about like a taster or something? He's like, all right, I'll give you guys tasters, and then you got to go. He's like, fair, fair. So I, guess, I don't even remember being there, but uh, oh, man. apparently we had tasters, and then we were back to where we were staying. Wobbling around. Yeah. Wobbly wobble. <laughs> it's a good time, so. Uh, great beer. Thanks again, Allie. Make sure you follow her on the grams, Allie and Callie, A-L-L-Y dot I-N dot C-A-L-L-Y. Uh, all right, let's move on uh, with a little crotch talk. Have a grievance to share? It's time for a crotch talk. No grievances here. I just thought I'd tell you guys a little bit about uh, my trip. Went up to Paso Robles in California, as I'm apt to do from time to time. Usually I go up for wakeboarding. Very seldomly do I go up in the winter. Uh, we went up, we were uh, gifted a little stay up there after getting married. I guess you're supposed to give gifts after the wedding or something. And somebody gifted us a stay up there for the weekend. You're we, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hint, it was not Dan. Oops. <laughs> uh, we uh, did a bunch of wine tasting, as uh, you do when you're in wine country. Also, <laughs> for Christmas, since I knew we'd be up there, I got the lady friend, I guess the now wife, a uh, horseback riding tour of one of her favorite vineyards, mm. which, uh, you know, scored major points, but I am not a fan of horseback riding. Oh, really? I'm quite the daredevil. Like, I've gone skydiving multiple times. I like, I don't know, uh, I do 
quote unquote extreme sports. I wakeboard, I ski off sides of mountains. Water sports. And, yeah, water sports, snow sports. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty daredevilly. I'd happily go uh, skydiving again or bungee jumping or whatever it is. Something about horses and the lack of control you have over them uh, freaks me the fuck out. That's true. It yeah. is an, It is another animal, right? I mean... Yeah, he's at the mercy of, or I'm at the mercy of him. Like, pretty much. They always go, oh, you just steer it like a car. You know, you pull the reins to the right and he goes right. Not Duke. <laughs> Duke was not. He was doing whatever the fuck you. Like, at one point, he just turned left and started going up these vines. And I was like, can we go this way? She's like, well, we are now. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Duke said you are. Yeah. He was a big boy, too. She was talking about when she got him, he was underweight, and she put 500 pounds on him, like on top what? of what he already weighed and all this other stuff. Oh, wow. He was His head was ginormous. I mean- Horses in general are big, but Duke was fucking big. He was a big fella. Oh man! And uh, we just do whatever Duke wanted to do. There's <laughs> at one point, like he starts going, she's like, "Turn him around." I'm like, "I'm tugging on him," and you tug on the reins, and like you know, he looks to the right or whatever way you're tugging, and then like at one point, he just turned all the way around and looked at me, and I'm like, "You're right. Yeah. <laughs> you are right. Don't like, what? Yeah." yeah. <laughs> Do not Christopher Reeves me. It's like trying to make him go right. It's like, no, sir. Don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mr. Horse does whatever he wants. So, uh, I mean, it, it was fun. Nobody died. So, uh, bonus. That's, that's yeah, always good. good. Yeah. You should have Putin that horse. Like Put- took your shirt oh. <laughs> off. You the new who boss. boss should have. Yeah. Start flexing. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Show him who's boss. Make him my bitch. Yep. That's right. Okay. Yeah. I'm done with my horse jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any more other than some sort of Wilbur reference or something. <laughs> <sighs> oh, they're so, giant dongs. Oh my god, he was packing heat too. <laughs> um, he was he was gentle, uh, but he did whatever the fuck he wanted. Mm. There was no telling Duke. And at one point, he got spooked. Like there was this vulture up on a trash oh, bin oh, thing, wow. and it flapped its wings like out of nowhere. And he kind of spooked and reared a little bit, and I was like, "Whoa, fella, <laughs> I am on you!" Like, please. I pulled back on him and he calmed down, but damn, that would be kind of scary. It's a little freaky. Yeah, so she loves. She grew up riding horses, and she's like, "Horses don't scare me." I'm like, "All right, whatever," but she won't go skydiving. So it's funny the oh, there you uh, go. the opposite in Daredevil ishness. So we did that. Um, overall, had fun. Got to drink while we we're on the trail ride, and then you go back to the the tasting room for more drinking. Uh, we we got very very well hydrated. In Paso, we found the speakeasy that we had heard about. It's been over for like a year or so. Friends have told us about it. We found it, and uh, super cool. You walk up, you ring the little doorbell. They come out. They, uh, you know, oh, it's going to be X amount, you know, probably about five minutes, whatever, and check your IDs. Then they bring you in, and they only allow 28 people in at a time. Oh, wow. It's a fairly small area, and they keep it so, like, no one's waiting in line for drinks. And they even, before they let the next group in, they make sure no one's up at the bar. That way, when they walk in, they can immediately order and get their drinks. Impressive. Yeah, it's very customer service oriented. Very well done. The cocktails. I'm not a huge cocktail fan, but boy, were they fucking delicious. Mm. Had some old fashioned, a lot of whiskey drinks. You kind of have to at a speakeasy, right? Yeah. I mean, they didn't even serve beer. A lot of speakeasies like, also have beer on the side. Mm. They even serve it. But I was there for the experience. So I had a lot of different whiskey drinks, and they had some crazy rare whiskey. There's one. This guy was asking, like, oh, what, what fancy whiskeys and bourbons you got? And the bartender guy was telling him, and uh, he's like, here, this one's, you know, 40 bucks a glass. I'm like, holy shit. So I saw this one up on top. It's it's Whistle Pig. And I've had Whistle Pig. It's really good. This is Whistle Pig 18. I was like, I wonder how much that is. Before I even asked, I just Googled the bottle. And the bottle to buy from like Total Wine or whatever was 400 bucks. Whoa. I was like, I can only imagine what a drink of that here would be. So I uh, avoided that one. <laughs> just stuck with the regular cocktails, the whiskey drinks there. Um, came It was so good. We came back the next night, got hammered all over again and 
had a lot of fun. Um, and then before we left town, we did the um, barrel aged or barrel room tour at Firestone. Oh, where Firestone is. Oh, okay. So that was really cool. You got to go into where they store all the barrels and they're all marked too. Like there's the uh, next year's Paraba Java and there's next year. It looks, by the way, spoiler, they're coming out with Bravo again because there's a barrel, a row of barrels with oh. Bravo on it. I was oh, like, oh, man. good. Bravo's coming yeah. back. Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> got to see some. They're working on a tequila aged one and it's just, it's kind of cool. I mean, this stuff's like a year or two out, but you get to see what they're working on. Mm. Um, they also poured us a few samplers, including Los Linadores, which came out. Uh, over the summer, very quickly was snatched up and gone, and they they happen to have a keg still there just for the tours. Uh, and also, I was most excited for double DBA, so the double barrel, oh, but yeah. it's the Ooh. double version. You can't. It's so funny. You can't find it. They haven't produced it since 2015. And she even looked at the keg, and it said like something something 2015 on it. And fucking delicious, so good. And then we stopped at uh, Barrel Works down in in uh, Buellton on our way back home after leaving that. And they had a few bottles of double DBA. I was like, oh, where the fuck are you digging this shit up? $45 a bottle. Whoa. I said to the wife, I was like, hey, they have double DBA in, in bottles. She goes, holy shit. Should we get it? I said, how much is it worth it? You know, how much is it worth to you? Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know. Well, how much? She starts to look at the price. I was like, uh-uh, just tell me how much it's <laughs> worth to you. She goes, 30 bucks. I said, yes, it's worth 30 bucks to me. Don't know if it's worth 45. Mm, that's just, yeah. that's hard to pull that trigger. Yeah. And I love it. I fucking love Double DBA. It's so good. They don't make it anymore. But there's one thing I've learned about Firestone the last couple of years. Everything they say they'll never make again, they make again. Yeah. I have a couple of bottles of 2016 Parappa Java because they said they never make it again. <laughs> and then they released it in 2019. So, <laughs> so you drink the beer. You're like, oh, well, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I saw those 2016. Oh, do you really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I drank one of them. I still have two left. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, I was like, I, I know they'll come out with it again because that's just what they do now. They have enough production space to do it. Mm. So. Uh, I I couldn't quite pull that forty five dollar trigger. So, but it was a lot of fun doing the barrel age tour. We got to uh, get our buzz on as we walked around the campus. They showed us like the bottling line, the canning line where the, all the barrels are stored, the brew house, uh, everything. So it's really cool. They have two tours there. They have the regular brew house tour, which is like ten bucks and forty five minutes, and this is forty bucks in an hour and a half. And I was like, fuck, that's kind of expensive. But you do get a bottle of Velvet Merkin to take home, a very nice uh, sniffer snifter glass, and a bottle opener and so it kind of makes it a little bit more worth it. Hmm. And some tastings along the way, of course. So uh, that's it. pretty much it for me. Anybody? Any any good beer to talk about? Any grievances you want to share before we move on? Not much. I guess I, I got sick last week. That was fun. Oh, that is fun. Yeah, it wasn't too bad, actually. You know, it's interesting. Like, I had, a, I had like, pneumonia, like, five years ago or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. I was it's, like, last week? You're already no, here. No, Holy no, shit. no. Yeah, no, I'm like infecting everyone over here. <laughs> no, like, but um, it was interesting because someone had told me that my immune system was going to take a shit for at least like four or five years or something like that. Really? Yeah, and I was, and I've noticed it. Like, you know, when I would get sick, like just a cold, I'd be like, oh man, like, you know, like my, you know, like how you feel, like your head's all stuffed right. up and but you're like, sneezing and coughing and, and it's just interesting. This last time I got sick, like sniffles. And huh. like, and then I just kind of flexed and it went away <laughs> and I was like, what happened? Like, why did that, you know, I used to get hammered and I was yeah. thinking like, maybe that it's kind of like my immune system's kind of catching up again. That, that four or five years has run its course. Yeah. When you had pneumonia, did you take uh, antibiotics? Yeah. See, I heard that antibiotics will fuck your shit up for a while. I didn't oh, know it was four or five right? years, but I heard like it just, it eats everything in you, the good mm. and the bad. So that like the good 
whatever's in there will not be there for a while. And okay. it takes, I've heard like it takes like a year or so to kind of, repro- I didn't know it'd be that long. So right. that's interesting. Yeah. It took a while, but like, I remember that I used to have a pretty good immune system and it just kind of went to shit for a long time. And then <laughs> this past time I thought hey, I got sick. I was like, I'm not gonna make the show again. This sucks. And yeah. then like, I don't know, a couple of days later, I'm like, Oh, that was it. Like Festivus miracle. <laughs> yeah. All right. How funny. Well, well good that. on your immune system. That's man. right. It's yeah. back. <laughs> Welcome back. bitches. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's, uh, let's do a little sports talk then and now the sports brought to you by cleaninguptheglass.com whether it's the baltimore chop or the one-two punch it's time for sports great news everybody Mm -hmm. patriots were eliminated oh my god i know it was so awesome (laughs) i didn't get to watch any football i was up in paso for the weekend but uh saw that come across like everyone's memes on instagram and twitter and stuff which is all about <laughs> tom brady and the patriots being eliminated so mm-hmm. that was exciting that was cool i was happy for that Good cool. uh saints got eliminated yeah. uh, that Eagles. was shocking yeah i was surprised yeah that means the that niners happen. play the vikings next. i know yep, that's true which i think i'd rather than play the vikings than i the think you, you're right yeah <laughs> <laughs> saints were scary they were uh, Eagles are out so the seahawks move on and i think there was one more that i'm forgetting but uh, uh Texas. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Texas oh, yeah. moved on. Yeah. Oh, that's why good we weekend forgot it. Football. Interesting weekend. Yeah, I didn't expect Texas games. to win either. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, they beat the Bills. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That yeah. was. I, I thought the Bills would take that one, but uh, good weekend of football that I missed. Mm-hmm. But Niners. Whew, Niners-Vikings coming up. <laughs> for that. Uh, speaking of bad football, the Cowboys <laughs> are reportedly going to hire Mike McCarthy as their new head coach. That's interesting. Yeah. Because uh, Jerry Jones came out a couple weeks ago, like, no, we're not firing. <laughs> I know, didn't he do that? Right, yeah. yeah. No one's getting fired. It's very Lakers of him. No <laughs> one's getting fired. Oh, that means he's getting the axe. Yeah, and but they haven't officially fired him yet, huh? Yeah, they haven't officially hired or fired as of this recording. No one's been hired or fired. What the fuck? Yeah, but uh, Jason's sitting on ice over there. Yeah, the Rams it's have not official. It's not what I. No. Uh, okay. Not when I re- maybe I read something a little old, but. Uh, what it says is he has not been hired yet right it, but it, it almost seems like it's official it's been like multiple sources kind of saying it so yeah it, it could be it's borderline but official it's almost point. got a uh, woge's seal of approval right on it. <laughs> exactly <laughs> that woge bob is ready to detonate <laughs> yeah um and the rams have fired their veteran defensive coordinator wade phillips Old sent the old man into a not so early retirement damn <laughs> that dude looked like he was ready to have a heart attack at any point anyways <laughs> poor guy yeah a lot of uh, bacon grease going on over there. Uh, Jimmy G, the hottest quarterback in all of football. <laughs> now, yeah, yeah. especially the playoffs. Well, just and looking. Uh, was fined $7,000 after the uh, last regular season game for throwing a ball into the stands after the game was over. After they narrowly defeated the Seahawks. God damn it, you guys. Well, at least they beat them. They did, but they should have handedly beat them because the mm. first half they were up by a shit ton. Mm. Uh, anyway, after the game was over. Says he looked around for a ref, couldn't find one, so just threw the ball up into the stands. The cool thing about getting that ball is that it's the last ball used in the regular season of the NFL's 100th season. Oh shit! So I guess it's got a little history to it. So um, that is that why they wanted it back then? I I don't think so. I, they said it was you know it's against regulations and blah blah blah. Oh, so but I think they probably enforced it more because of that. Because I've seen people give football's away all the time i don't yeah it was weird uh so anyways i think he signed it for him afterwards too but he got fined seven grand but i think uh if you win your conference you get like eighty thousand dollar bonus <laughs> yeah right so, so yeah i'm sure he's real worried about just, it yeah just put it on his tab you're right 
Um, the Lakers, on to basketball, Lakers are looking to trade Kuzma to the Kings for uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. I don't know about that. That's that's what I've been reading. Yeah. You, oh, I've heard about it too, yeah. but yeah, I'm not sure about that trade at all. Like, not a fan. No, I'm not. Like, I mean, if they're going to bring someone in, I'd rather it be someone like kind of a two way player. Like, this yeah. is kind of a guy that, I, for what I think, like, I think he's more of an offensive wizard as opposed to you know anything defensive. Maybe I'm right. wrong. I haven't watched a lot of Kings basketball, so nobody has. Right? I, I did, yeah, I don't know who even who this guy is. No, really. I know the yeah. name. I don't know much about him. I don't mm. know. I mean, I I think it's a mistake to trade Kuzma. I know the Lakers, we're going to talk LA, but they're not there yet. No. And they're like mm-hmm. may, maybe one or two pieces missing. The problem is they want to be there too quickly. Maybe that's it. It's like, you guys, let this season not be a championship season. Right. Or, I mean, I don't know. The, the way they're playing, they play, they're play. they probably one of the only teams yeah. in the NBA that really play defense. No, and that's what I love. Mm-hmm. So don't bring in a non-defensive player. Exactly. It's fun watching them steal yeah. and blow. It defense is so rare in the league. It's actually fun to watch them play defense. Yeah, they're fun to watch, but uh, to me, they're just. I mean, they can't beat the Clippers, which pisses me off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's kind of. I a mean, bummer. they get big leads, and then the Clippers come back and beat them, and they can't beat the good teams. No, mm-hmm. it, to me, it seems a little bit of an attitude problem. Like we're so good. Because they come out there and they'll they'll start the first half, you know, up <laughs> yeah. twenty. Yeah. It's really interesting. And then the, you know they think they they cruise to the second half. And, I don't understand it. Yeah. Like, and, and you know, uh, it, everyone's like, oh well, they're undefeated against like the sub five hundred teams. But like, if you think about it, like I think it's just like poise that like gets them over those teams where they just kind of. It reminds me when we used to watch the Lakers when they were young, and it's like mm-hmm. we get a lead on someone, and we're like, oh, we're gonna beat them, and we fall apart somehow. Right. And I'd be like, well, what the hell happened? How can we keep doing this? It's because you know they're not poised to take the win, and it seems like that's what they're doing. All these sub five hundred younger teams, and they're just you know they're just better yeah. than them at that point. It's like back in the day when young Kobe would go like three for 28 in the fourth quarter. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, what? Just stop. Yeah. All you got to do is stop. <laughs> stop. Yeah. Stop. So uh, we'll see what happens there. And I think the best news in basketball uh, on New Year's Day, it's New-, <laughs> New Year's miracle, everybody. <laughs> Former Commissioner David Stern passed away. <laughs> wow. A lot of tears being shed in this room. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The reason we don't have, you know, 20 championships at this point. And to kind of preface it, I mean, you know, as someone listening is like, hey, he died. What are you making fun of a dead guy for? Right. It's kind of fucked up, man. That's right. But, you know, like, uh, I, I didn't know we'd all be in such a agreement here. <laughs> well, we all, we're not, I mean, being old enough to know when David Stern first came into the league, uh-huh. he changed it a lot. I mean, yeah, he um, NBA started was rigging the lottery. It, it was a joke. It's true. When he first came in. I mean, even the finals was tape delay. You you watch it at midnight if you want to see it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean it, it helped. He came into the league right on the same time as Magic and Bird did. So I'm yeah. sure it probably helped. But, so is I it mean, more Magic and Bird or is it, it more is, David well, Stern? I, <laughs> it's probably Magic and Bird. But I think in his younger tenure as a commish, he did a lot of good things. And maybe he just stayed too long. Maybe he was innovative as a, innovative huh. as a youngster. But, yeah, um, that's true. Okay, I could co-sign that because I kind of feel like a lot of the things that I had a problem with were as he got like kind of like later on. Yeah, in his tenure. Yeah, and I think later on. I mean, he knew he's on his way out, and he's getting old and weak, and he you know yielded to the pressure of a lot of his you know guys, the owners, and all that other stuff. To, yeah, to kind of you know. Fuck the league up a little bit. He yeah. really did. Not, mean, not that Silver's done any better. No, now we that's just true. Get, yeah. The only thing Silver's done. 
Yeah, the only thing he's done is show us how bad the refs are, something we already knew, yeah. but now he's just proving it with his after-game reports. E.T.'s brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here's how bad the refs were tonight. Yeah, we fucking yeah. know, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. about you find them? You don't them have to from, tell us that. Yeah, how about yeah. You, you punish them or something? Yeah, last night they made a mistake that cost the team a, you know, a game, so yeah. you know we'll slap their hand. But don't tell us that because <laughs> yeah. you know, we're already pissed off. You tell us you're going to find the guy. Like if a player did something, yeah. you'd find him yeah. or just shut the fuck up. Yeah, I don't know. I just like I said, like I, I had released on Twitter, like kind of like a like a quick poll that like I think like three people really voted on, <laughs> but uh, but it was like I had like you know kind of four real big blunders that he had. You know, were you know number one I think was you know the dress code with mm-hmm. uh, Iverson. Like it was interesting that you know like they said no more baggy pants. Like you have to come in with a suit and tie and all this stuff, and they were doing it for a while. But it was interesting, like. Like Steve Nash came in one time and he looked like a goddamn hobo, (laughs) but nobody said anything. I'm like, well, what the hell? Is this just a target like certain basketball players? It totally was. It was. I mean, let's. By certain, you mean most of the league? Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like now that they're dressing up like 14 carat Urkels, like everything's all good. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like there's no problem anymore. You know? So I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. You know? And then the Thunder you know them taking the supersonics away from seattle that was huge that was huge they i mean you you know what that whole situation was really it was kind of like if you ever watched the movie major league Uh with charlie sheen been a while but okay where like this this owner takes uh she she gets control of the cleveland indians right and she's like i don't want to be in cleveland anymore i want to move to miami so i'm gonna do blame her yeah so what i'm gonna (laughs) do is i'm gonna sign a whole bunch of crappy players we're gonna end up dead last and then we're gonna move to miami because nobody's gonna come watch us right that was her plan and it seemed like oh how could you be so evil that really happened that's what happened in (laughs) seattle they did the same thing and they moved them to oklahoma city so it was that evil yeah who remembers their last couple years in seattle i know it's true they went from the glove and facing the Lakers in the in the uh, playoffs mm-hmm. to uh, the who? Yeah, yeah. And, and they were that close because yeah. there's pictures of Kevin Durant in a Supersonics jersey. Right. Yeah, that was his rookie year. They yeah, were true. that close to getting back on top, and they they had to move, and they knew they had to. Yeah. And David Stern just said, "Yeah, whatever, go ahead and do it. Screw Seattle." So I mean, I don't know. There's just a couple things like that that just like really kind of like besides the Chris Paul yeah. you know, veto that's what stuck stuck with us of course you know but there's just a lot of things that was just man he really dropped the ball here man yeah he really didn't i guess that really was in his later years so. mm, yeah it's true i mean not the dress code but the other two things it's true yeah so, it, maybe yeah. It had to do with ego maybe he got to the point where he you know like it was god of basketball or something yeah in his untouchable head. i think anyone yeah. kind of gets that way they're talking about that with jerry jones they're talking they talked about that with al davis well, look so, at goodell yeah, who who thinks they're God more than Roger? No kid. Yeah, True. and he's he's still got a long ways to go. Yeah, and he's also just as racist too. <laughs> like a racist old fuck. It's interesting rain, rain sports around here. So, mm-hmm. all right, anything else to say about David Stern? <laughs> <laughs> well put, <laughs> eloquently and well put. Uh, all right, we got old time of the week. We have a bullpen beer to get to of course beer babe babe wow english is hard <laughs> dan's got a movie to talk about and uh some booze news let's start off with old timey word it's dark coley dark coley c-u-l-l-y it's a married man that keeps a mistress that he visits only at night to avoid being caught isn't that the only cool. time you see your mistress i know <laughs> i mean yeah. who I mean, has a three o'clock mistress yeah, yeah broad daylight mistress <laughs> get it broad daylight <laughs> that's right Ooh, that's what you call her <laughs> or a daylight broad <laughs> daylight broad it's, there you go i like it yeah speaking of cheating or bed swerving no one could blame you for bed swerving it's time for a beer babe of the week 
It is, and her name is Hope. Hope. You can find her on the grams at a Hopi Perth. Perth. A H O P E Y dot P E R T H, like Perth, Australia. A Hopi Perth. Is that like a play on Hoppy too? Or? I believe it is. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, in this one, she is drinking a beer in another language that I'm not even going to attempt. <laughs> <laughs> My English is bad enough. Aperitivo? That's as close as Nailed I can. Nailed it. Aperitivo. Perfect. That's, that's exactly what it is. Man. Yes. Um, all right. Got a bullpen beer. We got a movie to talk about. Let's say we uh, talk about the movie while we pass this beer around. All right. All right. So it's been a while. It has been a hot It's minute. been a while since I've done my job around here. <laughs> um, but then yeah. you're taking vacation time. Uh, I know. Hey, well, you know, at least during my vacation time, I did true. watch a movie. Refreshed. That's right. Yeah, I watched a movie. I watched uh, Joker, and that movie uh, came out last year. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. Like, this movie is kind of like a different take on this whole superhero kind of thing. Like, usually with all the superhero movies, like, even I think Martin Scorsese said it himself that these superhero movies like they're not really like movies there's no like dramatic charm to it or anything like that it's just a bunch of special effects and true fighting this this movie like one of my friends had said that he didn't like it which is the only person i had met that watched this movie and didn't like it because he said it was too slow as it wasn't enough things to happen granted this guy isn't the most cerebral you know person like that i know you know (laughs) what i mean so i I think this movie was it's it to me a good uh comparison was a uh, taxi driver. Have you ever seen Taxi Driver with uh, way back when? Yeah, Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. Oh, which is interesting. Robert De Niro is in this movie too. Oh, oh shit! I didn't even put that together till right <laughs> this second. But um, but it, it's kind of that movie where like uh, Joker is starring Joaquin Phoenix. If you don't know that by now, and um, he's I believe he won an Emmy the other night. Did he really? Yeah, he needs to. He, wow. And, and he he deserves or it. Golden Globe, whatever the fuck was. Oh yeah, night. that's right. I think it was a Golden Globe. But he he deserves everything that's coming to him. I think that, that there's a scene towards the end of the movie with him and Robert De Niro that is just. And, and I was trying to like put it together why it's so freaking awesome. Like I was like, oh my god, like that was so badass. And then like it kind of hit me. I was like, well, it's Joaquin Phoenix and it's Robert De Niro just kind of going at each other. Yeah, and they're just you know cl- class act actors, man. Like they can do it. They can they can they they can do the game. Joaquin's nuts. He, yeah. Like he's a good actor, but he's nuts. It showed. Yeah, he, I bet. he channeled all that nuts <laughs> <laughs> into this into hey that now. scene, especially. These? Yep. Yeah. Those nuts. Both of them. <laughs> yeah, he, he channeled it in that scene, and it's it's interesting. Like I said, this movie doesn't have a lot of special effects. Not a lot of you know. You don't have to know any. There's no superheroes other than you know Joker. Really, I mean, it's just right. a it's an origin tale of joker basically and how a realistic uh i um like idea of how this could happen to somebody like how could someone just go crazy and just say this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna i'm gonna run i'm gonna i'm gonna be a crime syndicate or something you know what i mean like how could how how can that happen and this is pretty much how it happens the guy you know it's, does it, does it actually sudden. make sense, or is it like okay, that's that's too? Far no, it, it it makes sense. Like okay. it, it's interesting. Like the other movies, like if you like, and I really like Jack Nicholson as Joker. But like, if you think about it, like what he like fell in a bat, uh, a vat of like you know, <laughs> that's what I've acid. always believed. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? And like he turns white, and he just like what <laughs> he gets angry or something. Like there's no like I don't know. I guess there's well, that make me angry. Yeah, I guess so. That's yeah. true. 
But I, I don't know. I kind of feel like this is, you know, Joker could be your neighbor and you don't even know it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. crazy. It's a little so, more believable. Yeah. So I kind of like. feel like you're definitely just drinking along with this movie. Nice. It, it was it was good. I liked it a lot. And, and you can decline to answer if this is going to be a huge spoiler alert. But uh, does Batman make an appearance in the movie or is it just all Joker? Hmm. I will say, and it's not a spoiler, uh, Bruce Wayne does make an appearance in this oh, okay. movie. Oh, okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it starts streaming, I think, today. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It oh. does stream, starts uh, streaming today. So you can watch it. I got the sneak preview. So <laughs> check that out. The. Yeah, totally legal sneak. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. They they sent me uh, a DVD in my uh, mail. It said for your consideration. Right. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. Part hey, of the academy. I mm-hmm. saw Jumanji. Did you? Oh, did you Christmas really? morning. Yeah. Because the rocks in it. I guess so. I don't yeah. know. I just the wife told me I had to go. So. Oh, I okay. I was, it was entertaining. Was it? My problem was I'm so old, and that is your problem. Yes, <laughs> that's that's a lot of people's problem that know me. Um, mo- like the first quarter of the movie, I kept this is nothing like the first one. With you know. And then I realized, Probably oh wait, best. I'm thinking Jurassic Park. This is Jumanji. <laughs> okay, now now it's making sense. Oh gosh. Oh man. Give oh. this man a beer. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Jesus. So, yeah, it was entertaining. Yeah. yeah got Still, to see the rock. And, you, you're like a half hour deep. Where the fuck are these dinosaurs? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, this is nothing like the first one I saw. There's no dinosaur. This doesn't make sense. And then uh, it hit me. Oh, Jumanji, not Jurassic Park. Yes, okay. Man, well, now it's now I'm getting there. Robin Williams. Jumanji Park. Jumanji Park. Yeah. <laughs> that could be a good movie. Good movie. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Dinosaurs Ooh. with the game. Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, anywho. Yeah. Did you drink to get through it or to uh did you drink along with it? I drank along with it. I, I kind okay. of enjoyed it. Yeah. Did you see the it was, it was a good I mean, <laughs> you laughed and yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask him if you saw the first one, but not the one with the dinosaurs. The first Jurassic. <laughs> no, the uh, Jumanji. I mean, Jumanji. Yeah, I did. Yeah. No, not the 95 one with Robin Williams. They're, the first one that they did. Um, oh, like a couple Welcome years to ago. the Jungle. Yeah. No. You didn't see that I one? Saw, the last one I saw was with uh, Robin Williams. Oh, okay. That's the only one I've ever seen. Because I saw the Welcome to the Jungle, and it wasn't, I thought it was going to be terrible, and it wasn't that bad. Oh, is this a sequel to that one? Uh, It is, or I is think. It independent? But oh, I don't know how it's going to work, though, because- the like the rock kevin hart like they're video game characters you know what i mean so they're not real people really right they're people yeah. as video game characters oh, yeah, yeah. so those people are gonna change but the characters are still the same people you know oh, what so I mean? who's controlling them changes. exactly yeah so i don't know how that's gonna work if they're gonna have like different huh. personas or what Maybe. the hell's gonna happen interesting they make the rock a girl you know like, <laughs> I mean, what's gonna happen <laughs> do you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> oh that'd be hilarious that's right uh, all right. Well, cool. Two movies. Yeah. Well, two for. Yeah. Uh, should we make that call? Oh yeah. Let's make it's it. Ready for a, another burr? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He calls to the bullpen for beer. Yeah, he does. This one comes to us by way of our friend Davis over there uh, in Colorado. Thank you, Davis. This is Weldworks Brewing Company. By the way, if you guys see Weldworks out there, I cannot get enough. Get yourself some Weldworks. Weldworks Brewing Company, Nutty Bar Stout. 7.3% has a 414 on Untapped and an 89 on Beer Advocate. It's a milk stout brewed with lactose, peanut flour, milk chocolate, and Nutty nutty Buddy Bars. And if if I'm correct, I think the Nutty Bars are the ones that... uh, all the malt comp- or one of the malt companies gives to brewers when they make orders. Oh, so it's kind of like an inside thing. I could be wrong about that, uh, but anyways, just sticking my nose in this bad boy. It is peanut butter. <laughs> it's a bit nutsy. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was gonna make that the entire like burp phrase. No. I just like that's so long. <laughs> yeah, know? it would so I be. Just stuck with nutty. Um, yeah, this is nutty and peanut butter. I I feel like we should ask Scott first. He's the peanut butter connoisseur in here. I was just thinking, God damn, this is good. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. It yes. is good. Oh, you know, it's man. funny too. Like I got a little splashback on uh, on my hand a little bit, uh-huh. and I was gonna grab my mic. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! This is the kind where it gets a little sticky. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> better watch it here. Gotta, sticky, like, icky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This what I like is um, not to throw anybody under the bus, but like Belgian Beavers peanut butter to me tastes like chemicals. It tastes like fake peanuts mm. or fake peanut butter. Mm-hmm. This tastes like peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah. If I had to complain. And this is just my own personal issue. This is I, I'm not a huge fan of lactose in my stouts. I'm not a huge milk stout person. Me neither. Gives it a little creaminess that I don't always enjoy. Mm. That's my only complaint. Other right. than that, the flavor's fucking spot on. Like it's usually they fuck terrific. peanut butter up. Yeah. Know? I think you you're kind of even with lactose, like you said, I don't really do it. But um, I think you kind of you ex- not that you expect it, but it's it's welcome. I think. In, in something like this, you know what I the mean? Lactose. Like, yeah, it's like all right, like you know, it, it's like you know, what are you gonna do? Like not pour milk on your cereal? You know what I mean? It kind of <laughs> goes together. So touche. I can kind of see like this works. It's oh all yeah, right. it definitely works. Mm-hmm. That that's that's digging deep. If I needed to find right. something to complain about okay. it, other than that, the flavor is spot on. The peanut buttery goodness is delicious. There's a little bit of chocolate on the back end. You know, I didn't know what color it would be, and uh, it pours a nice dark. Uh, mm-hmm. Looks like a deep dark stout. I didn't know if it'd be a little lighter because of what was in it or anything, but no. Peanut butter on the nose, peanut butter in the face, and a little chocolate on the back end there. This is, this is good. I drink a couple of these. I like it a lot. <laughs> and 7.3. Good stuff. Yeah. 7.3. Oh, shit. It drinks like it's four. Hell yeah. I mean, it is it is a light sipper uh, for sure. So uh, thank you, Davis, and thank you to Weldworks. Weldworks is yeah. always putting out thank good you. shit. Um, when I was in Colorado, I got as much of them as I could whenever I was at a bar or anything. Their, their hazies are delicious. Just just do yourselves a favor. Drink some fucking Weldworks. Uh, all right. Let's do a little news before we head on out of here. Extra, extra, drink all about it. It's time for booze news. It is indeed. Uh, Plenty of the Younger will be released on February 7th uh, for its annual Plenty of the Younger release. But this year, there's a change. They will also be releasing bottles for the hmm. first time in Pliny history. Oh, wow. Yes. So uh, you can only get these bottles from the brewery locations. There are two oh. locations. They are supposedly not being distributed. So uh, if you're in the area that has the kegs normally of Pliny the uh, the Younger there, that's still only your, your only way to get them unless you're up in Santa Rosa, California. But I'm excited. Hopefully that means pretty soon they'll be distributing it and we can catch that triple ipa down here a little that, easier that's the next step yeah mm-hmm. exactly have you had younger sir I dan think so i think i've only had elder okay i know i think scott has i believe so yeah i think i think we went and chased it down right once. right right yeah yes yep we did uh and boy is oh. it not only yes. delicious but strong yeah. <laughs> yeah don't have too many of those and drive home yeah <laughs> Uh, Anchor Brewing, uh, their workers and management have signed a union contract. We talked about in the past how they were trying to unionize. I think this makes them the first brewery in history to, or at least in recent history, to uh, have a union. Mm. Um, Anchor, which was acquired for $85 million by Japan's Sapporo Holdings back in 2017, will pay 85% of employees' health insurance premiums and 50% of their dependents' premiums. Anchor will make additional contributions to employees' 401ks based on the brewery production. 
their pay will increase as well wage, uh, to wages that are above California's 13 an hour and even above San Francisco's 1559. What a random number. An hour. Effective January 1st, hourly wages for junior brewery employees will increase from 1650 to 1850 an hour. Bartenders at their public taps will receive a raise from 1560 to 1825 per hour. So, that eh, good for them. I think that's good news for us too. If you like if you kind of like, you know, go through it a little bit, like they must have been kind of unhappy to have to be like, "All right, let's get a union in here to like get us, you right. know, get us some what we want because we're we're not getting answers, we're not getting responses probably." And um, you know, I think that's good news for us, like I said, cuz they're going to be happy, they're going to be doing better work. And that's better beer for us. Yeah, happy brewers make happy beer. That's right. Is it just like happy cows make happy milk or whatever? <laughs> I think so. Isn't that the slogan? Yeah, it's all, it made sense. Yeah. yeah, or good cheese or whatever it was. Happy cows make happy meat. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. In unhappy beer news, uh, not really, just Molson Coors, who cares? Uh, they're going to cease production at their Irwindale, California plant. And, you know, they they brew Pabst for now. And we just we talked a few weeks ago about how Pabst signed a new contract to brew elsewhere. Paps has the option to purchase the facility for $150 million if they so choose. Um, but unless they, they purchase, there will be no more brewing at the Irwindale uh, facility there. Wow. I, so when we drive through, I think it's one that has like the big tanks that look like Miller Light cans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Those, oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I used about. to go by there with a straw. <laughs> really big straw. Yes. Yeah. Dang. So uh, uh, The only bad news with that to me is uh-huh. like there's a chance that people might lose jobs. People will lose jobs yeah, if it's it not sucks, bought out. Yeah. 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 Um, who cares about Miller Coors? But right. that does mean people I, yeah, are out of I a just, job. Yeah. Hundreds of people probably. That's right. Uh, I guess theoretically, maybe uh, another brewery could could buy it. If, you know, the equipment, besides, yeah, if yeah, Pabst turns it down, the equipment's there. It's ready to go. It is an older location. I think it's like a 40-year-old brewery. But yeah. you know, come in, retrofit it. Brewery's ready to go. Heineken, Heineken USA, is giving away 31 packs, not 31 individual packs, but packs with 31 beers in them. 31 packs of non-alcoholic beer in honor of dry January. I was like, there's a contest I don't need to enter. Right? Uh, uh, (laughs) I forgot all about dry January. Yeah, I I tried to do my best to combat it. (laughs) Right. Don't need it. That's right. Yeah, people are like, oh, I'm going dry. Like, well, I got to do my part then. Yeah. Isn't 31 kind of a weird number? It's because there's 31 days in January. That's, that's just, stupid. Yeah. 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 But if you want to enter, I know it's already started. The month has already started, but you can go enter on their website. Nah. And if you do, just stop listening to the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your support's not welcome. That's right. <laughs> it's free, alcoholic-free beer. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants that. Yeah. You have to pay me to drink it. Yeah. And probably not enough. That's true. Yeah. I'm sure there's a number. Just like Ted DiBiase always says. There you go. Everyone's got a price. Yep. Oh, yeah. Pretty high. Yeah, laughs maniacally. Uh, On New Year's Eve, Anderson Cooper was taking shots during the CNN broadcast. I know nobody watches the CNN broadcast on New Year's Eve. (laughs) Nope. uh, Because who even knew CNN did a broadcast for New Year's Eve? Really? I I had no idea. I know like NBC, like all the networks, NBC, ABC, they all do one, CBS. And if you want to watch the ball drop, you just- That's the only one I know, the ball drop one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they all show it, but it's always- Apparently CNN does one, and Anderson Cooper was one of the hosts. And it turns out he can't take shots to save his life. (laughs) Here they're getting off of a uh, live- uh, conversation, I guess, live hit with 50 Cent, and then Anderson takes a shot, and, and just you can listen to what happens here. All right, happy here new year. Go. Cheers, everybody. Right, cheers, everybody at home. Happy new year, guys. 
Thank you, Apple 50. Thank you so much. Have a great New Year. Thanks, 50. Come by the clubhouse soon. <laughs> I didn't want to explode in front of 50 set. Oh, I was trying God. to seem cool in front of him. I was too. Ah. I called him Shaq at the beginning ah. of the interview. All right, this is it, people. Holy. The final countdown. That was less than one hour right. ago until 2020. Oh my God! Just enough time to bring Turned out to all the guns. He has now picked drops. up a balloon and is Christina hitting it against his head. Against his head. going to join us. Oh my! God. And Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman are joining us as well. Anderson Cooper. Wow. Yes. He turned into Gonzo from the Muppet. <laughs> really did. Garrett! <laughs> Bring that chicken over here. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Oh, man. I guess that's like a thing. Like, they they encouraged him to drink on air because he doesn't do it very well. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if it's, uh, he's either doesn't drink or he drank a lot of that crap back in college or something. That's my excuse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Drank too much and now I can't do it. Mm -hmm. I wonder what his deal is. He hates real drink. I don't know. <laughs> he's doing to to his credit, he's doing Jaeger shots at yeah. that point. <laughs> I might have a similar reaction to Jaeger. Yeah. Not quite as extreme. I wouldn't say I was trying not to explode in front of fifty cent. <laughs> explode. How many times do you think 50's heard that one? <laughs> <laughs> trying not to explode in front of him. But uh, yeah, pull your life together, Anderson Cooper. Damn. Uh, and then finally, we'll leave you with this. Drunken driver five times over the limit was caught in a car that was missing something. Police on patrol in early morning of New Year's Day had an easy time spotting a drunk driver because the car was missing both front tires. Holy shit. Yes. The Greater Manchester Traffic Police report the unidentified motorist was struggling to drive and pulled him over on a highway outside Bury, 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 UK. Uh, photos of the vehicle reveal that the tires were completely worn off the rims, which were also severely worn by the time the cars, the cops stopped it. Police said it was no surprise when the driver failed a breathalyzer test, which registered more than five times over the legal limit. Whoa. The driver was arrested on the scene. It was not the first to be caught with that type of violation that day. UK, this is interesting. UK allows drunk drivers to be punished with a, up to six months in prison, a one-year driving ban, and an unlimited fine issued by the court. Holy shit! So they could just like, hey, a million bucks. Fuck, <laughs> that's insane. You fuck your life up, man. Literally, uh, that's crazy. So I'll try and uh, post some pictures of this on our Facebook, Facebook.com/slash The Unfiltered Gentleman. Five times, though. Like, I'd like to know what his fine is going to be. Yeah, they call that the Booker T drunk. <laughs> it's a really bad joke. <laughs> they do a spinner rooney. Yeah. <laughs> five times, five times, five oh, times. Man. Yeah. Pull your life together, man. Holy hell. Yeah. So uh, make sure if you're going to drive drunk, your tires are good. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Don't grant theft auto that shit. Right. It's for safety reasons only. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. That's it from us. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Find us at theunfilteredgentleman.com. On the social medias at the Unfiltered Gentlemen, except for Twitter at Unfiltered Gents. Don't forget to leave us a uh, drunk voicemail, 805-538-BEER. It's 2337. And most importantly, make sure you all stay very well hydrated out there. And on that note, good night, everybody. Good night.